Ladies and gentlemen, RPGMP3.com and the Warts and All Gamers would like to present tonight's feature. Can you follow me through to the main hall? Wipe your feet, you honorable little perisher. Hello, everybody. Sorry about the smell of chilli on the recording. Man of mischief. That's um, John's phone. Gurrant. 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 Jason McVeigh. Thank you. I believe is a Scots technician. Well, not a technician of Scots. Do they have you technical Scots? I think they're part of the Just check the... Uh, <laughs> no, if you live in Scotland, you find yourself on your, on your ass. You, you, might, you might get his dirk out if you did that. Dirk the Diggler. What? Dirk Diggler. Have you ever seen um, Boogie Nights? Yeah. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible film about all the... It's not terrible. It's awful. But at the end, it's, it's about the Cornish, and at the end, he stands up and he gets his penis out, and it's quite obviously a really bad aesthetic. What's the point of your prosthetic penis? It's, well, it's obviously his, his wasn't good enough to be in the film. Okay. So he's had this prosthetic piece stuck in it. And the problem is, it looks like a pork chipolata that's been squeaked at the end. I'm sorry. It was horrific. Well, a bit more than a pork chipolata, surely, because it's supposed to be big. Right. Surely it'd be more of a no, sort of uh, jumbo cumberland that's quite, been squished at the end. It was quite long, but it was about the width. It was the girth of a pork chipolata. It's got the same problem as me. Yeah, I mean, long but thin. It what do you mean, yeah? Should I get? No, it doesn't reach places that Carlsberg does. Look at that one. Carlsberg? You use Carlsberg? <laughs> <laughs> They're there. Well, you have to do shake the cat up first, or is it just the whole thing? I, I know someone who describes herself as human Carlsberg. That's quite worrying. And actually, she is. Human Carlsberg? You know, reaches places that. Yeah. She, she is? She is very much like human Carlsberg. Well, it's unrecorded now, so. The whole of the world will learn. So <laughs> if you'd like to give a name or address and contact number, I'm sure everyone will be very well. Yeah. Put the recorder next to the cake, and now people can help them. You just get Russell, Russell, Russell cake. Oh, don't worry, they're used to that after Monday night's recordings. All you can usually hear is people eating chocolate and biscuits and crisps. Anyway, I wouldn't worry about it. Does everyone have some D10s? No. I have virtual D10s. You have virtual D10s. So you're messing around with that. Thank you. Do I get a piece made for James T? No. I'm okay. You can have a world title, no you can't. <laughs> oh, please. Because we're all complaining if I do that. Right. Yeah. Just so yeah. happens. Oh, cool. Very good. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's really good, Mark. You can't use it for the way. I rolled as well on this as I do in real life. <laughs> How many do you tens do we need for the face? Um, the maximum you can roll is ten. Except for me. So Eleven now. Uh, except for this gentleman here. Yes. Who has no expression? The gentleman on the left. Now I'm assuming with coordination I can choose to use my hard dice or not. Um, or do I have to roll a hard dice? No, not in coordination you'd roll everything. Because it's not they're not separate if you say, no, no, I beg your pardon. No, you're quite right. You don't have to choose to roll your okay. hard dice at all. I think not that. Yeah. I thought you could always choose what yes, dice you yes, roll. You can. And you lose it's and also if people gobble your attack, excuse your expression, um you lose your wiggle, wiggle hard, hard normal. normal. Yeah. Now here's a question for you then. If they gobble, gobble attacks from me, mm-hmm. do, does that, that happens before you roll? Does that happen before? Your aces roll is in resolution, right. not in... Right. So you get to That's see what everyone's done to you first and then use your aces, which is rather neat. 
Unless they're using Jinx, in which case, how is that resolved? Ah, that's, uh, that's resolved as well, so then you lot all start banging dice around at the end of to really screw things up. Cool. In fact, I must give somebody Jinx. And we'll find them. Right, there you go. Q's got a set, you've got a set. Everybody's got a set. No, I've got two on Q's. Oh, love it. I've lost my paper. Oh, I'm going to give you that as rubbish. Q's writer. Oh, God. I've got to think of some kind of adventure now, haven't I? Nah. We're not. We're not. We've been writing it for the last ten minutes. Yeah, I was going to say. You're very lovely lights on. Thank you, Q's. It's a bit dark, isn't it? Right. Seven o'clock. Yeah. I'm on late this week. So we don't need to be at work till like last night. No, I've got to work at half eight. <laughs> get to work for now. Shut up. That was yesterday. That was yesterday. Yeah, you so were you, you worked twelve feet from your bed, Chris. He has to come down and get his breakfast and then go back upstairs. Yes, yeah, I have to come down <laughs> to actually get a coffee. Yeah, breakfast. You usually need a little coffee maker in the room. Yeah, yeah I would that just mean you drink too much coffee? Though? No, I drink too much coffee anyway. Oh, okay. A percolator. So there's no excuse. Mm. Right. Oh, Lord, he wants adventure now, don't you? Okay. Um, it's that quiet bit where he looks at you and goes, Yeah, I'll come on. Yeah, it's the silence before the storm. Waiting for It is. What is the date today? The 11th? 12th? It is the 12th of August. In Manchester. It's up for me, it's the 11th. It's about. No, it's 12th. In fact, it's about half past seven. Is it raining? Um, yeah, it's pretty miserable. You know, it's pretty much as it is now. Um, Chris, um, you were working in the Gygax wing of the uh, Manchester Met. Um, the Gygax wing well, is a fairly new. Uh, yes, it is a recent edition, dedicated uh, in memoriam to who little who little knew was a huge fan of Manchester Metropolitan University. Little known fan. Is that where they prototype new dice and things? No, actually, it's where they're building what they think is going to be a fast and light drive. Um, the actual theory behind it was fairly straightforward and Chris kind of picked it up in a few seconds and went into the calculations. Um, basically what they're going to do is they're going to devise an enormous amount of energy. They need a big energy source and what they're going to do is bend space in front of the object they want to pass through. Yeah? And then it kind of the, the object will simply pass through to the space. Can I point out, not only is that going over my head as a person, that's going over my character's head as well. So okay. just stop there. Fine. So the technically, you won't move. It's space that's going to move around you. So the fast and light drive is basically a chair with some wires attached to it. It's a rather fancy chair in the middle of a room. However... Does the room move as well? Everything moves. Space moves around you. So you warp space time. So if you're sat in a chair and the chair is moving, obviously when you finish your fast and light ah, well, no, drive... Ah, no, because it depends where the field, where the whether it's projected, the field is projected. Any, it, you, it depends how big the field is. So if you're in the field with you... Is moving or not moving? With Surely you. we're going to start with rats. At monkeys. You, in fact, you, you are feeding one of the monkeys at the moment. Are you talking uh, about the thing? So you've got from, three three um, primates that you use. Two bills and a boy. The bills are a bit easier. Um, they pick up the sign language a bit better. Um, so basically, you're, you're feeding the yeah. monkeys at the moment. That's what it is, isn't it? Yes. Basically, he sits inside right. it and the bubble yeah, goes yeah, around. Yeah, that yeah, kind of thing. Imagine they're a little bit more technical without the big wasp. Well, it's not feeding the monkeys. What are you feeding? It's not bananas. <laughs> Just checking. In Carlsberg, they particularly like uh, Maltesers, actually, which you're not supposed to feed them. So. They're not getting any, they're not. <laughs> well, that'll be our secret. Um, it's been a rather frustrating, unsuccessful day in the lab for the uh, actual real scientists. 
Um, it's not the fast and light thing that's the problem. It's creating the enormous energy source that's the big problem, and they can't get it to work. They're doing something with tachyons, because it's the only particle they've got which is fast enough, basically, to be able to be used for this. Um, I don't understand the technicals. Obviously, your character would understand it completely. Um, and basically, that's the setup at the moment. You know, you're kind of doing a bit of tidying up and so forth. Um, Do I occasionally correct one of their mistakes? Well, that's the point, you see, because, you see, you know what the problem is. So it really rather depends on whether you want to fix it or not, because you can see what the problem is, and actually it's really quite simple. They've basically just not put something into one of the formulae. Everything's right, but the calculations are wrong. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that you could kind of probably knock together, but actually you're missing, is you also um, need all the wavelengths of light to be synchronised, yeah. so that they're in sync with each other, because light actually travels faster. Apparently, this is real physics. Apparently, uh, travels faster when all the different wavelengths are actually in, in sort of sync. Uh, and John's character, who isn't here tonight, um, Geraint is actually working on that. He's in the um, Armisen building, which is just across the road uh, from the Gygax building, um, to uh, where the computer uh, geeks live. Um, but you could probably cobble something together, quite frankly. But you could certainly get the power source working, and could probably test it out, quite frankly. Um, it's probably almost silent, um, you know, because he doesn't have to do anything. As long as you've got the power, nothing happens. But how far can you move from? We don't know. What, what is it, 360,000, whatever it is, a second or something? Yeah, but surely your small test being... Yeah, I mean, you can project a couple of things. Well, the other thing is, of course, is, strictly speaking, you don't have to move anyway, you can just move in time. Because you could arrive before the light arrives from where you were. So you could say, maybe yourself 10 minutes into the future and watch yourself get into the thing and travel Time's up. always a really bad one. So you've got the option, you could, move, you, could move, you could move forward to look back in time because the light's going to have to catch up with where you are. Um, or, you know, you could, you could travel somewhere. You could actually move yourself on them. But would you have to worry about paradox if you went backwards in time? Himself? Well, no, because he can't alter anything. What he's doing is he's witnessing events that have already happened. So he would watch himself get into the chair, adjust everything, and then he'd vanish. Right, so he, 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 couldn't, he, he couldn't go up to himself and go tap, tap, tap? No. And I can only go backwards, not forwards? Indeed. You're looking back at, at right. things that have already happened, because basically you're travelling faster than the light that was there so at the time. It's like we look at the sun ten minutes after. Yeah. Yeah. You're not worrying about paradox in that time. Mm-mm. So, you know, you, that, that would be a straightforward test in terms of you don't have to physically go somewhere. You could still prove that it works by staying in exactly the same spot. You'd simply catch up with yourself. Yeah, you see the light. You see the light. Perfect yourself. From yourself. What could possibly go wrong? Everything. Um, Mark, um, you basically, uh, Chris's uh, character's a uh, big climbing buddy of yours, I believe, from the thing. I forgot his name already. Jason. Jason. Thank you. Sorry. Terrible. Uh, Jason being a big climbing buddy of yours, it's about this at the time. You sort of arranged to meet him outside the Gargax building. Um, You've been in once. You know the bits from Tron, where they've got that big laser downstairs? And imagine the building's a bit like that yep. inside. It's got the big door, the whole thing. Don't worry, love, Tron 2's coming out in 2012. You can watch that. Yes. Um, no, you see, have you seen the trailer? Hello? Yes. As old as Channel 4. Oh, yes. And that's something um, to be proud of. I know, I'm really proud of that, actually. That I say uh, I'm the same age as Channel 4. <laughs> you can only be compared to Channel 4, not Channel 5. <laughs> there are small mercies. Yeah. Ew, that's so a cheap and nasty channel to be compared <laughs> um, What, Channel 5? Yeah. 
Because we'll, we'll come back to you in a sec, because it's slightly short on yours. Um, because, Kira, you're running horribly late. Mm-hmm. You've been invited to this opening by your um, uh, friend, Professor May. Uh, hey, Professor, you on the hand, uh, probably on your third glass of champagne, feeling really quite nervous. Um, it's the evening of the big opening. Um, all the paintings have eventually arrived. Um, everything's just as it should be. You know, the lighting is dimmed. The strategic lights are sort of on, highlighting all the pictures at this new uh, gallery. Uh, you know, all the invites have gone out. Everyone should be arriving. It's all just the last minute bits that you might want to do. Um, your assistant, Laura, um, she. Uh, I didn't write it down. Never mind. Um, did John write it on his? I think he did, but I don't know about the lucky dad. Williams, isn't it? Laura Williams, yeah, there we go. Something like that, yeah. Um, right. Yes, <coughs> I thought that it must be the right name. It's you brought may, out the voice. You may want to talk to the. Uh, the press, do you? Um, yes, um, you may want to, the press are now assembled. Uh, she comes running up to you. So I don't know if you want to you know, say a few words and things before we let everybody in, but uh, you know, the evening news here, Times Independent, Guardian, uh, it's quite big stuff. I don't know why I put the evening news at the top of that list, but never mind. Anyway, Because they'd be the first ones pushing their way. Yeah, they would be one of them, yeah. So uh, if you wanted to say a few words uh, to the press about. Is everybody here? You know, we talked to press before. You're, you're kind of, you know, the professor of art history. Mm. You know, organiser of the whole thing. Sort of all looking to you to say a few words. You've got to. I've got pub speaking, haven't you? I remember yes. that. So as long as they're all drunk and you know, standing by the bar, you should be fine. You've got a wine in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just welcome them all in. If they're paintings and what, what's... Command happening. and public speaking, please. Okay. Yeah. That should give you plenty of okay. nice to chuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. a little bit of a nervous. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, do you want I'm to describe? A, a, a bit phased by the. Um, you know, it, it, what happens? Someone flashes the photography. The flash goes off just as you said. Yes, it would. Um, you know, the flash goes off. You just sort of rattle in your notes and things. It's a, it's a little bit of a shaky start. Which you can't get going. Um, you know, it's, it's <coughs> Welcome to the. Uh, it's a free glass of champagne, man. I'm on it. It's probably not a good idea. Right. But you sort of you know, get through it and everything. Um, and, and what are you expecting from this uh, exhibition, Professor? What are you hoping to gain by uh, getting these paintings here? That um, Manchester is a centre of fine arts, the same as London and Paris, the rest of the world. Uh, and do you think that people are, are likely to believe that? Will they travel to Manchester the same as they would to see some of the big. Um, Main well, Manchester has some of the best public transport links in the country. You know, the, the airport and the trains and um, the road system. I think there's no problem. It's easy to get to Manchester. It's get London in some ways easier. We don't have the traffic problems that London has. All the congestion charge. We, we've noticed that you've, um, on your guest list, you've invited quite a few um, religious members of the community. Um, is this pandering to the recent political arguments? I don't think so. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. 
So, uh, well, it's, uh, it's going to be a pretty strong opinion with some of the people you've got on your, uh, your list. Um, debate in these matters is always valuable. Mm. Right, that's enough for now. Yeah. I think it's time to let everybody in. Everybody sort of, uh, you know, there's all the great and the good, the mayor's here to help you officially open the thing. I've got a book with What, is that a scenario book? It's, it's actually a scenario book. And it's yeah. upside down. And it's upside down because I'm left-handed. So. The spine gets in the way. Oh, yeah. It's, it's difficult to write. You do actually have to write backwards. We don't have to, but I do. I'm sure if Hancock was here, he could say something there. Um, I believe it's the way your brain works. <laughs> yeah, backwards. Yeah, Sort of, um, you've got you've got a few pieces of saying. You've got a small. Um, there's a Da Vinci here. You've got a small Rembrandt, which belongs to you from the National. But pride of place is, um, and this is where we find out where you've done your homework. Right? She's upstairs. Yeah. Uh, is Van Dyck's Van Van Dyck. Van Dyck. Van Dyck. Van Dyck. Van Dyck. Yes, Dick Van Dyck's rendering of the Arnolfini wedding. <laughs> Call blimey, Governor. Um, that sounds like I didn't notice all those chimney sweeps in the back before. Um, you know, it's sort of it's not a massive painting. It's all sort of spotlighted up, and there's lots of people standing around drinking champagne and commenting on it and things like that. And there's, there's a few, a few of the Coronation Street stars and things kind of asking the sort of inane questions about the, the, the piece. No, you know, she's not pregnant. It's just the way used to hold their breath. What? Um, yeah, and and, and uh, what are the? Why haven't they got the shoes on? Because they're the outside shoes. They've actually got soft leather slippers under their clothes. You can't see them. They're actually called patterns. They're worn by medieval people to stop their clothes trailing in the mud. Oh, right. Oh, And they obviously like the fruit. They must have had a very good diet in those days. Oh. Well, the orange is there's various symbolisms. I mean, some people say it's a symbolism of um, just the wealth that they're rich merchants. Others have more um, religious meanings to it. Oh, religious. It's yes, religious. It's just a, 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 Fertility symbol of a fruitful wedding, fruitful marriage, as you could say. Um, oh, have a willpower put. I'm very impressed with your homework. Um, <clears throat> as, uh, as the crowd, you know, they sort of listen. You give the whole spiel about the painting and everything else, and uh, you see that as the the crowd clears, there's a, a sort of um, a gentleman that you do know, who is uh, Bishop Stephen Blake, who is the Catholic okay. bishop in Manchester, uh, who you've met on several occasions. Different thing. He's a very nice chap. He's uh, he's actually very non-political with you because you know you're not really into that kind of thing. Um, so he's an oldish chap, perhaps in his uh, late sixties. Uh, very very pleasant. Um, he comes over and he's sort of smiling and saying, "Oh, so you're, uh, you know, it's going very well, isn't it?" Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed that. It was very good. And uh, maybe I introduce uh, uh, someone who's come here uh, from Italy, uh, Cardinal Guerno Duro. The, the Cardinal is uh, very interested in some of the things which you're saying. The Cardinal's very handsome, has to be said, the Cardinal. Um, quite young as well, he's probably about mm, 42, 43. Young for Cardinal. Um, he's a very Italian looks, dark hair, uh, chiseled features, the whole thing. Uh, Tony's spoiled by the fact that he's not wearing a tight vest and jeans, he's actually wearing Cardinal's robes. And a great crucifix. I've seen the thorn I've yes. seen the thorn Yes, absolutely. We can all be tempted. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even going to attempt an Italian accent, but um, the Cardinal 
I'm running late. I'm just it's very interesting to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, you are indeed running late because you're not there. Um, the the that's oh, very interesting. What you're saying? Do you, do you really believe that this is a, a marriage piece? Then? There's lots and lots of theories about the painting. I'm sure you're aware. No, no, I'm very aware. I was just interested to see what you thought. So some, some people say it's a wedding contract, a marriage contract between the two persons in the pit in the painting. Okay. Um, some say it was a, a piece, a posthumous piece, where the wife has actually died some years later. It's, it's a memorial painting. Yes, yes. Um, what do you say to the fact read? that um, um, Jacques Pavio uh, discovered the payment for this painting was only made in 1447, which was actually three years after the fact that Bayard died? I think that everything is open to interpretation. Very good. Um, it is honest. It's interesting. And interesting that, as you say, this posthumous piece, I've, I've read the paper that you're talking about, and there are no more of these particular posthumous pieces. There's no actual evidence that these paintings were ever created in this form. This seems to be the only example of that's the case. No, but it's one explanation for why one candle is, is little low and one is, is, is um we've gone out and one candle is burning. Uh, it's, so it's, another it's the light of God blessing the marriage then. Again, someone else intuition. I mean, that's the beauty of art, that you look at one painting and many, many people have many different interpretations of it. I, I would not, you know, begin to give a definitive interpretation of any painting. Uh, but one must admire Van Eyck's sense of humour. His sense of humour, right? Yes, well, do you not notice the way he's misdrawn? The, in fact, you would know this. Um, the underdrawings of the painting of uh, the off anyway. There's only one bit. The entire thing he painted, he, he drew it in one go. This is all real. This is real. He actually drew the whole painting in one go, apart from one bit, which is he actually misdrew deliberately um, Giovanna's hand. It's actually anatom- anatomically incorrect. He's deliberately put it there. And if you actually look at the painting, he's done it. So apparently, it's under the light of God, which is this candle that's lit and it's sort of being blessed, and the man holds it up to. You know, to show blessing on this this inferior female and everything. But the colonel sort of points to the paper and says, but have you noticed what's above the hand where he's misdrawn it? And he sort of points at something behind. If you look behind the hand, there's actually the top of a chair, and on the top of the chair there's a small imp carved, mm-hmm. uh, and it sits right on the palm of a hand, if you actually look at the painting. And he says, uh, I think that perhaps if I was having somewhat of a, a laugh at our... Uh, Patron's expense on the painting. The whole painting could be interpreted on that. Mm. I have my own interpretations, but perhaps we'll talk about them anon. Um, yeah, you're running woefully late. You've got the most fantastic dress to wear. You really don't get out to these big openings that often. I mean, come on, there's, everybody's going to be there from the mayor, from, from, there's people from all over the place. It's a great it's a networking regard. evening. It, there's politicians, it's there's all networking. sorts of people. Loads of people from the university are going to be there because it's, it's, this is a big deal, having this gallery and everything set up. But you are stuck in your counselling room with this bloody girl who's going on about the fact that they're using monkeys. And she's really upset that they're using monkeys for some kind of horrible experimentation in the science lab. And she and her friends aren't going to stand for it any longer. And she's really worried that they're going to get into trouble because they keep talking about raiding the labs. How would you if you turned inside out? Well, talking monkeys. about it is not a problem. That's Obviously, right. going one step further and doing something about it. But can't you understand? It's really not right. We just shouldn't be using animals in this way. I thought we got rid of all this. This is the 21st century. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, completely. You could try counselling Please, I've got, I've got better places to be than cats in this stupid <laughs> bin. You could try a brains and counselling. Yeah. Just a, a, a simple pair, is it? We'll, uh... So I'm rolling the number eight. So if you had, if you had the two, if you had your brains score to your 
counselling, did you take? Yeah. Or, I yeah, mean, yeah. you took something. No, I've got a counsellor. So you add, add all that together, that gives you the number of dice you're going to roll. All right, so. And you're looking for matches. The higher the match, the better, and the more matches, the more Ooh, dice you take. Two eights. Two and two twos. Um, either of those will do. Well, uh, two actually, if that, we won't get into it now, but if that was a tax, you could actually perform two actions because you've got two. two so we'll go for the eight. Um, okay. uh, it's, it's a terrible, terrible shame, yeah, I know, but. Uh, you still like the bit more teasers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that they are treated very well, and I'm sure they're not put through any undue stress, and I'm sure they're not hurting them. I, I, I'm not sure what the whole malarkey is. Really, really um, yeah, I'm going to be gone. Yeah, I'm. It'll be fine, don't worry. Come, come and see me again tomorrow, we can discuss it further. Like, shuffling her out of the door. Yeah, no more sugar for you, monkey. Yeah. Um, okay, um, you can, yeah, she yeah. goes off and she's literally, she's moaning off down the corridor. Come see me tomorrow, we'll discuss it at length. Shut the door and change in rapid time in okay. my office. Um, rapid, rapid time. Sure. Is she attractive? I mean, is she, you know? I don't know. What would you do? Well, it's entirely up to you, really. I mean, obviously, she can't have the. Sort of advantage of being very attractive, which you can certainly be pretty. It wouldn't give her any benefits in terms of that. Yeah. You know, she's not. Unlike that, she's falling out of doesn't Yeah, she, she, she's, got, she's got the right curves in the right places. You're saying she's a trollop, aren't you? Yeah, I know. I don't like yeah. this trollop thing. Right curves in the right places. Right, okay. It's not my character. And some interesting choice in private. Okay. Um, yeah, you, you know, I mean, fortunately, it's not that far away. It's probably a sort of 20-minute yeah. walk across campus to the, to the new building, yeah, which, funny enough, I haven't given a name to. What do you want to call the library, the, um, the gallery? What's the Dick name? Van Dyke Building. The Dick Van Dyke Building, yes, excellent. <laughs> OK, we'll go with that, yes, the Dick Van Dyke I'm going over to the Van Dyke Building. <laughs> yeah, you know, it sounds so much better the way you say it. Um, <clears throat> yep, that's fine. Chris? Yes? You're in the lab. Yeah. Monkeys are all calmed in. That's all right, I'll put them away. Yeah. Sure they're quite happy. I mean, they're perfectly fine. Nothing's so, happened to them. I'm they're gonna, perfectly I'm okay. I'm going to get this out now. You've not had to spank the monkey, have you? <laughs> I've got it out. It's well, fine. not not yet. <laughs> it's fine. It's gone. End of story. Okay. No, Carry it's on. never gone. It's never gone. Give me that. Gone, gone, but not gone. 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 In fairness, you're the only one out of all of us that are playing with monkeys. So that's all right. It's my cleanup. Fairy bars. So make sure that they're. Happy, they're, they're contented, they've got all the things that they need before they go to sleep. Do you know, if they just put the right number in that equation, it's really pecking your head. I know. I, I probably should test it, you know, just to make sure that they're, they're doing what... I'll, I'll double-check their equations, because I probably have done anyway, okay. many times. Right. Um, I'm going I'm to have to do a bit with John, because you would have heard this if he was here. Obviously okay. you can't act on it, but you would have heard it. John is working on this piece of software, as yes. I say. It's going to be used. Um, he doesn't know that there are people in the building who are perfectly capable of doing it on their own. He's just been told to do his job for his PhD. Um, but the one thing that he keeps picking up, because he's also to do with the security with being in the IT sector yep. and things like that, the files on all this have repeatedly been attempted to be hacked. They are absolutely tight as a, you know, Buzzards arse. I mean, they, they, you know, they're, they're antivirus up to the wazoo when they've got firewalls and goodness knows what. So no one's actually got in. That's just some encryption on there. Well, it? you know, the whole, the whole nine yards around it. Um, and uh, he knows for a fact that someone is trying to get hold of this information, which means that somebody knows outside of the university what you're working on. 
Well, they know that there's something going on they, that they want yeah, to know about. Yeah, so it's, it's a fair bet that somebody knows. Um, you'd probably know, well, people in the department have probably been talking about it, because he would have certainly told somebody, I mean, he's no. never going to sit on that. Um, he He's going to start coming over to the building, because he's actually put the finishing touches to the software anyway, so he's going he's gonna to bring it over and sort of deliver it, rather than send it to or anything like that, yeah. where it might possibly get intercepted. Um, you notice some really badly balaclaved and really very, very poorly dressed idiots, I guess, is the only thing you can think. Trying to climb up the side of the Gergax building and doing a really, really bad job of it. They've kind of got a bit of camera gear on, some cheap black t-shirts with, you know, no more tests and shit like that written on the side of them. <laughs> Slightly unheavily, they do seem to be carrying guns. <laughs> Not quite as spider geeks. No. Um, do you have any spider kind of freaks? Um, maybe a brain. Just maybe a straight brain. Oh, I'm not so, so we'll, we'll combine two. Um, brains and sense, actually, Mark. Do you to combine those? This is my natural. No. No, they're carrying, they do seem to be carrying some kind of weapon. All of them. There seems to be three or four of them. Please? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, um, so you're just left walking across the courtyard. Uh, do you really? If you want to do anything, you don't have to do anything. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you the option. I mean, what I was thinking is trying to move a small object a little distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, to start with, rather than messing around with time because time can just. Shall we see if you're actually right about these equations and yes. smarty pants? Yeah. Uh, brains and whatever sciency type. Because it's matter, so we'll let you use your uh, um, chemical doodads. Electronics? Yeah, go on, that probably makes sense. I've got either electronics or lab equipment creation, so probably electronics. Yeah, I think. We'll kind of let you fudge this one slightly, because it, it's kind of in your... Unit. That would be two nines. Two nines? Yeah. Um, yeah. Not only do you have and the right equations... You have the two, you, you roll two pairs, so you've got the right equations at a height of nine. So not only the right equations, you actually clean up everything around them where they've got loads of crap in the program and you take that out and at the same time you make yourself a cup of tea. <laughs> and boil an egg and iron a shirt. Um, <coughs> That's uh, what the girl and the boy monkey It say. literally, you put the program in, it's hit the big red button and there's just this sort of nice ambient, there's the whole thing. Shake it again. Um, I'll do it again if you like. Um, <laughs> I can take it again. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't keep doing that if I was you. <laughs> yeah. You know, all the power levels come on. Everything, and you can hear the gyros. The lights and all the buildings, the buildings that you don't just go out. Nope, nothing like that. It really, it's extremely efficient. Up. It's very cleverly built. They've done a very, very good job. They just like didn't contact, quite have a isn't it? <laughs> it's, yeah, actually, Step the power. The it's it's the very much like that. It's um, and the only thing that went wrong is they tried to alter the design. Yeah, um, it, it's very much like that. But the object doesn't move. There's no need to drop it into anything. The energy source is downstairs. You're on the top floor of this enormous building. The rest of the building is effectively the power source. <laughs> The actual light, fast and light thing is one small room where you're standing I, with the I controls. Just boom, really? the, oh, but it's yeah. fine. It's all working perfectly well. Of course it is. Do you mean the grid didn't even flicker? No. 
It's designed, it's a power source. It doesn't take energy from anywhere. It creates its own. It's a power source. Do you think we source. could have afforded to pay the grid for the amount of power that we need? <laughs> the grid, need? the whole national grid couldn't power this. This is enough energy to move space-time around a still object. Okay. We are thinking of putting the energy companies out of business <coughs> as well. Well, but you see, there is that, isn't there? Yeah, Bear in mind, someone's trying to get energy. Yeah. Of course it is. Runs on monkeys. Monkey <laughs> <laughs> poo. Um, so, so what are we going to do then? We've got this thing that kind of... I want, I want to try and move just a small thing. Okay. A monkey. So you're going to move it in what sense? From point A to point B. Okay. And then you're going to, you're going to measure the time, I think. Because, I mean, if it's a small distance inside a room... Well, that's it, literally going to be instant. Well, more yes, than instantaneous. But instantaneous is fine because in I fact, it'll arrive before it leaves, won't it? Because it's because yeah. MC squared. Yeah. yeah. The whole point is that if I put it down on t- on one table and it appears on the other table, it's worked. Yeah. Because the only thing that can move it from that first table to the second table is me or three monkeys. Yeah. And then <laughs> <laughs> so and one of the four monkeys in this room has done something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yep, you put it down, you know, you put in the calculations, you sort of put the coordinates down for the, uh, the thing, and press the button. There seems to be some, well, I suppose a sort of visual echo. There's a sort of multiple arms coming back from the button kind of thing, and you turn around and there it is. And there's a tiny power spike. Tiny power Yeah, spike. something happened. The computer registers a moment later that something happened, and the object is where you said it would be. It mm. appears to work. There is the soft hmm. It's different from it. This is a hmm. As one of the security doors outside, you can't hear the hiss of the door. Um, the, the rings are hermetically sealed, but the, um, you can't hear the hiss, but you see the lights. Power, flick. power it down. Okay. Uh, someone is coming into the lab. Right. Um, I can't. Uh, it's still put back the air. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> you um, he he, uh, he just carries on about things about painting and so forth. Um, of course, you realise that we're talking about the wrong people in this painting. My my theory is that the painting isn't about the Arnold Feenies at all. This painting is actually about the two gentlemen in the mirror in the back. Uh, one of whom is naturally, we can assume, is Van Eyck painting the piece. Yes. And after all, he has signed the piece. So. Yeah, Van Eyck was here. Indeed, which it, I love. It, it, that's yeah. great. Huh? It's actually, it's actually this beautiful painting that says Van Eyck was here at 1434 underneath the mirror. And, well, um, and there goes the recorder. Thanks, Steve. Um, now, that's a strong all, my games, all my games are played with cats. It's incredible. I was, I was whining. You must come and pull all the equipment out. And I was a tranquil. He says, do you know much about the history of Van Eyck himself? No, well, why don't you tell me? Do you know he was a secret agent? A secret agent? I've he not heard that theory before. Ah, it's actually quite well documented. <laughs> he performed several acts for Philip I, or Philip the Good as he was known, of Burgundy. Uh, in fact, he arranged to go to Spain and meet the Spanish inferno, who later became, bless you, 
um, uh, to meet the Spanish Infante, who became Philip's wife. Uh, Van Eyck was actually sent on a secret mission to go and meet her and paint her, mm. and to bring it back for Philip to see before he met her and decided to marry her. And we also have documentation that he certainly performed several other acts, oh, probably slightly more nefarious, oh, for not those kind of acts, um, for Van Eyck. Uh, for the yeah, for Philip. Yeah. Um, there's also one or two other inconsistencies, in particularly with the mirror. Um, we don't know who the other gentleman is, the rather brightly coloured gentleman in the back. And also, if that mirror depicts the um, passions of Christ, which it's supposed to, mm-hmm. the ten friezes around the mirror yes, depict yeah. the various passions of Christ, why is there no spear piercing the side of Christ? That's one of the major passions, and yet... Van Eyck seems to have omitted it. In this painting full of detail, he seems to have completely omitted the fact. There seems to be something missing. Maybe his famous sense of humour at work again? Mm. Maybe maybe Mm. he set as a puzzle for theologians to think about. Ah, you think it's a conundrum for people like myself? You may well be right, Professor. You may well be right. But um, you also notice that the... um, um, What's up with you two? Oh, nothing. Talking at the back. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, you notice the carving above the bed as well as of uh, St Margaret. Yes, the patron saint of childbirth. Indeed, indeed, and thus the blessing. Also the patron saint of, of illness, generally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also interesting to note that um, Philip the Good carried everywhere with him um, a prayer book with a diptych on it, which could be folded out and used as a, a sort of contemplative piece. And one of the saints on that was St. Margaret. Um, I, I would suggest that the gentleman in the back of this painting is actually Philip the Good, with his good friends, uh, Giovanni Alfini, um, his mistress or lover, and uh, Van Eyck, who was known to be associated with Philip and the thing. Now, the question is, why is Philip in this particular painting. Perhaps he was there as an extra blessing on their marriage? I think, that this, I think this painting is an extremely dangerous piece. And I think there is a mystery within this painting that has not been solved through the century. Personally, I think that this is a map or a hint uh, done by Van Eyck for Philip, which actually suggests where a very influential object could be buried. But I, I don't you're, say... You're not thinking something like the whole Da Vinci Code. Oh, not Idiocy. that nonsense. That's rubbish. Oh yes, Vitruvian men and, and all that nonsense. No, no, no. Nothing so, nothing so silly as that. No, no, not at all. Yeah. We all know that Christ never, never uh, had children. It's all nonsense. For goodness sake, where would the Catholic Church be if we started to... Dan's like Oh, no, no, no. In fact, maybe actually, you might know under fine art. Make me a sort of brains fine art role. Isn't that a contradiction? Lots of trees. Two nines. Two nines. Two nines will do it. Two nines will do it. Two nines will do it. He's not just a cardinal. You notice he's wearing a uh, well, sort of badge, I suppose. He's actually a member of the Jesuit order, which is kind of like don't play cards with him. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, 
it's kind of like you know him being a member of the Secret Service, basically. Yeah. For the yeah. Hunt down and so. find heretical objects. Yeah, yeah, the whole kind of. Yeah. yeah. The, you see, the Jesuits are real. They're not like no, rubbish written in the Da Vinci Code. Anyway, um, the Da Vinci Code is. It's bollocks. It's what, no, it isn't. It's complete Wait, crap. No, no, right, right no, from the point at the beginning where a man gets shot in the stomach, is supposed to walk through most of the Louvre with no, a hole in it. And he th- runs. Yeah, sorry, runs through the Louvre. Then, not only does that, Has then takes his own blood from the stomach injury, draws out the Vitruvian man, man, writes a secret a message which is encoded on the back of a painting, moves the painting back and leaves enough clues so that only one person in the whole world can find the clues, Therefore, knowing that the police will instantly ring this man because he happens to be in Paris. Do we have to go any further before I, I'm, bullshit so, I'm sorry I mentioned that book. Chris <laughs> <laughs> gets a little bit upset yeah. anyway. It's a good book. So, what did you think about it? <laughs> yeah, let's not mince words. Let's <laughs> yeah. say what we really mean. Mark. You're outside the Gaga. These. Please turn up, yeah. They are on the way, actually. You can see them coming up through the thing. Two of them seem to have got in through a window and are somewhere in the bottom half of the building, which is pretty impressive. For the Gargax mm. building. Um, the other two are making absolutely woeful attempts to even get that far. But two of them have certainly got in. Is the building easy? Yes. Ring him. Uh, okay. Uh, your phone goes off. The door opens and your phone goes off. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Who, who's the phone call from? Yeah. And who's at the door? Um, there's a, two very well dressed men who you don't know at all. Walking into your department. I will answer the phone. Okay. And not say anything at this moment. Okay. And just turn to the gentleman. Okay. Good evening. How may I help you? One of them looks quite startled. What are you doing here? Well, I could ask the same of you. Uh, may I see your identification? Absolutely. Internal security. Uh, we're here to check on what's been going on uh, in the building. Who in internal security are you? Uh, I'm uh, Major James Smith of the Ex-British Army, and this is uh, Doris Nightingale. And why are you here tonight? Uh, we're just checking to see who's around in the building. We've heard rumours that someone could be breaking in. Internal security. Yes. And when did you get posted to the, to the Met? Oh, I've been here for quite a while, but uh, uh, Doris quite new. Uh, so it's an unusual know. name for a man, admit it. <laughs> so, so you know what, who I am, obviously, because you're in this department, you'll know who I am. Well, you're clearly some sort of... In fact, yes, Jason, um, you, I can well, see you're a technician. Well, you can see my, my name badge. Oh, let's cut the crap. He pulls a gun on me. Right, <laughs> go and sit over there. Is this a gun I see before? He has a small silent automatic in his hand. I'll go and sit down. Yeah. You did say you'd reset the code. Yeah. You did say. He nods to his friend. Monkey. Um, the monkey's making a bit of noise, actually. Yeah. They can sense it. So, while you're here, you may as well... It's a cake. Chocolate and something, we're not sure what. Yes, we can get a knife for you. Thank you. Or you can yeah. just get a fork. <laughs> nom. Yeah. So... Nom, nom, nom. Yeah. You have the advantage of being able to get into these rooms, so yes. why are you here? Yes, we do. Right. Um, he nods to your friend. Hurry up. Make it quick. He starts, he goes over to the console and he starts uh, tapping away. He uh, puts a USB uh, memory stick. Yeah. He's always giving off information. You notice that a couple of the red lights are going on the... the Power's fluctuating. They're not making any noise, but there's a couple of... The, the sort of you've got all sorts of LED yeah. levels, and a couple of them are kind of... Mm. What are they for? 
Um, Being attacked, yeah, yeah, something want something's wrong. The gyros are getting slightly out of uh, no, that They're still powered up, are they? Well, it'll take a while for them no. to, to no. completely slow no. down. I mean, they're pretty big. No. I mean, the building's about ten stories high. So, uh, if you may excuse me, there's a slight issue that I need to attend to. <laughs> yeah, right. Shut up, sit still. Well, on your head be it, then, when everything goes boom. Are you wanting to get shot? No, are you wanting to die due to the lights? Have you got cream? Mm. Yes, please. Batteries <laughs> yeah. hardening. Well, I've got a choice. You can, can either shoot me, you. or I can wait about... I think three, <laughs> three minutes, based on those lights. Wait, 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 thank you. Um... Oh, just go and turn it off. Whatever it is. Hurry up. Thank you. Thank you. That wasn't a fire extinguisher, by the way. That was squirty cream. Um, <clears throat> S- similar effect. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. No, okay. Right, so... Is there another computer terminal in this room? Like, well, there's the main the main terminal. I mean, there's multiple terminals, you know. It's kind of... There's lots of lights going... Deep. Okay, well, I'll go to one of these slave terminals. Right. With my phone still. Yep. So you're hearing all of this. Right, so I need to uh, sort out and power down some of the gyros. Because they're... You see, the uh, Doris is uh, watching you. Obviously, is the technical one of the two seems to be watching what you're doing. I'll go through. Yeah, Yeah. do you want to watch? Yeah. Which bit do you want to know about? You're so going to teach me to suck eggs, aren't you? Yeah. So can I get in this building, or do I have to go break in as well? Um, you wouldn't have access. Mm-hmm. Not to this. You could break in, though. They've you been, could easily break they've, in. They've got, ac- they've got access already. Let's face it, Mark. You could jump to the top of the building and get in that way. You're I the think, only person... I think we're gonna have to, I'm going to have to make my way up. Mm-hmm. Listening to it, this. The, the entry, is the entry a card swipe, or is it a numeric keypad? It's um, a thumbprint... Uh, on one door, yeah. it's a retinal scan, yeah. it's uh, a card reader, yeah. there's usually a security guard wandering around somewhere, he'll tend to check he's coming in, there'll be CCTV <laughs> all over the building. Yeah. A retinal um, scan? Not a rectal <laughs> scan. Yes, you have to be rectally probed to get into the building. <laughs> that's really uh, tight security. <laughs> it's a poor, oh boy, that's tight security. Um, do you know how many applicants we get each year? <laughs> <laughs> Not many once they find out about the security. Only sadists need apply. Well, this, we or they come from certain roads in Manchester, anyway. We get a certain type of applicant. Yeah. Are you one of them? Yeah. And we get through no end of Vaseline, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's a K-wide club. Um, yeah. You've from Yes, you can easily get in. That's going to have to make it. If those bozos can make it up there, believe me, you can. Um, sorry, Chris, what are you asking me? Uh, well, essentially, what, what I'm going to be doing... You can shut it down. The, somebody's mucking about with this from a service terminal downstairs. All right. I'm going to be trying to do several things. It's somebody who clearly doesn't have a fucking clue what they're doing, either. Well, first thing that I want to do is try and uh, lock, lock them out or make it very hard for what they're doing. Mm, difficult from here. Yeah. Uh, obviously counteract what they're doing. Yeah, that you can do. All that I can do. Yeah. <clears throat> and then 
trip some type of alarm that we have in the okay. system. You're going to have to give me a roll on that one. Yep. In fact, I'll have to be in the power roll, I think. Gosh, I even have stats. Goodness me. Party's not exciting. No, no, I'm not at the party yet, remember. Hang on, we're getting there. Um, I'm, I'm getting... I'm getting sorry, I'm coming around, I'm coming around to him, I'm coming around to him. You're running there, huh? You're running there when you have four-inch heels. Yeah, and this red sleeky dress. I've got to beat two tens. No, I didn't beat two tens. Okay. I only got two sixes. He's going to see you tripping a while. Alright. Let's get a shot. Oh. Kira. Yes. You can sort of, you know, bustle into the party. Laura sees you, the assistant. Um, what? Passage. Oh, right. Oh, right. right. Um, <laughs> vacuous. Loads life. of people around. There's loads of... Um, I'm not vacuous. I'm very much shaking head at me. Well, you said no, it. No, he shook his head at me. <laughs> um, there's loads of people here. There's the deans here. Everybody's here. Like, this is the place to do the schmooze. You know, if you want to get more money, now's the time to start oh. getting people drunk. Have you got your schmooze? Oh, I've, I've got the schmooze in home of Don't worry. Yeah, top to tail. And schmooze central, baby. That's our last two fucking pounds. You can see um, Professor May talking to a very attractive, uh, clearly religious gentleman. Have you watched the Thumbbirds? <laughs> <laughs> What? No. <laughs> no. Who, Kira? To, to Do you know who Richard Chamberlain is? Okay. No. No. <laughs> Answers that. Google it tomorrow, love. When I was 15 years old. No, no, oh, dear, we go. What was, was the doctor's programme? Dr. Kildare. Dr. Kildare. I don't know, when were you 15? Not Dr. Kildare. 1985. Yeah, I was three. <laughs> I hate her. Mm. Love you. Well, she shot you in the last game. Feel free to. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I got my revenge. Come on. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, be, you know. be do you want to do anything? I mean, is there something in particular you want to try and do? Yeah, I'm, I'm here because I've got nowhere else to be on a Tuesday night. <laughs> okay. Um, and I, I've got. Yeah, I've got an awful lot of money in a dress that I bought probably a few weeks ago that I thought I'd never wear, and it's like, oh, look, I get to wear this dress, blah, blah, blah. So it's an excuse to go out, free booze, meet people, you know. Okay. As you sort of, you come in from the main entryway, um, there's kind of stairs leading to the galleries. She probably doesn't even know what this whole thing is. It's an art gallery. I think you're kind of there because um, yeah. you make the professors. Other than that, like, she wouldn't know, wouldn't care. She keeps using the word friend. Well, drinking buddies. Acquaintance. She might be useful or something. Um... She happened to let spill one evening in a bar about her messy, messy divorce. Yes, and you know, the, the, the whole, you're, you're, you're my friend, purely, you'll always be my friend because you know too much. Yes. Mm. It to mind. Yeah, yeah, could well be. That's the case. Um, there's a bit of a commotion. Um, you can hear one of the, one of the you know, big wigs and says, I can't believe they've invited him. What the earth are they doing bringing him in? I mean, he's going to just cover some right. Okay. There's a bit of a kerfuffle by the door. Um, Can I work out they're talking about the cardinal? I'm assuming it's no, cardinal. No, actually, I, I, I don't. Uh, it would be only, I don't. It would be unusual that they were talking about him because he seems to be perfectly pleasant and. Yeah. Uh, okay. Excuse me, chatting away. Um, however, another religious-looking guy, but this time, really not looking anything as suave as the cardinal or the archbishop for that matter. 
um, has come in. He looks like a sort of village Anglican Methodist sort of preacher. Has he got the teeth? Uh, no, he, he has got the teeth. Um, he's got a sort of rather jowled but um, um, saggy but but bony mm. face, if that makes sense. Pale. You know, you can see his cheekbones and things, but it's slightly haggard sort of face. He doesn't look like he shaved terribly well. It's like a grey sort of beard. Yeah, quite. This sort of length, but it's, it's clearly grey-white. It's very obvious on his face. Um, his hair's all over the place. You'd think if he actually came, probably at best it would be a comb-over, but this is, this is kind of just everywhere. There's hair kind of, you know, falling off to the side like a comb-over that's gone wrong and all that kind of thing. Um, Father Jack. He's obviously wearing it. Yeah, actually. Imagine a sort of leaner Father Jack if yeah. you're not far off, actually. Um, this chap comes in, grabs a, a glass of champagne and sort of wanders in. And seems to be making a beeline, sees the cardinal and is making a beeline for the guy. And it's kind of like, you can hear people, oh no, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know him, you, or you, you don't know him, but you certainly know who he is. Um, he's the guy who keeps referring to himself as the wrath of God. Um, he's the one who makes all these evangelical programmes on the TV about the, coming, the second coming and the end of the world and the apocalypse and all that kind of stuff. What's his real name? His real name is Henry Winthrop, the ex-reverend Henry Winthrop. And how the hell he's got on your guest list, you have no idea, because he bloody well wasn't there when you wrote the list down, and there's absolutely no way the guy was getting in. Mm. The problem is, is, what the hell are you going to do with him? No, he's here. Has he, has he singled... He's coming straight for you. Excellent. He's got a drink, he's having a Has he singled out specifically the Cardinal? Oh, not? yes. Oh, yes. And uh, he's positively being rude about making his way. Okay. Um, I, I will head over to the Cardinal um, just as he starts sort of getting into the swing of his what I'm sure is going to be a tirade mm. um, and sort of you know I want a word with you gracefully sort of just sort of step, step you know, I do apologise for stepping between Cardinal I really appreciate if you could explain one of these excuse me young lady I happen to be talking to this man I do apologise it's a second I'm sorry but I'm, I'm being charming I'm being elegant I'm being lovely yes what and it's Reverend Winthrop. Thank you. I believe that title was removed at the um, church's request. <laughs> well, um, I would take no notice titles, of that. Title for me, little. Anyway, so... Um, All are welcome in the kingdom of God. I have my own flock to look after. Thank you. While she's distracting him, I will sort of leave the cardinal to something. Ooh, come on a schmooze roll, please. Um, I don't have schmooze. Can I have seduction? <laughs> Ooh. Do you really want to try and seduce <laughs> no, the No, I don't. I've got meditation. Counselling. Counselling? Counselling, yeah. Counselling, yeah. Persuasion. Counselling is a type of persuasion. Counselling, I'll let you get away with counselling. Bring some counselling. Um, oh, God, I've known this touch Now, who are you... Now, you, <laughs> actually, are you getting... Can't. Does it really matter? Three no, nines. it doesn't really matter. Three nines. Three oh, nine. Lord above. Um, beautifully done. Beautifully done. Uh, the Cardinal's extremely grateful. In a wonderfully, in a delightfully uh, deep, rich Italian accent. <laughs> Quiver. <laughs> he, uh, you know, positively gets the uh, the whole mm. panties in a huge bunch. Um, he, uh, Why do I want that? <laughs> You're funny. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. oh, thank you. So, I'm, I'm sorry. Who do I owe my? Uh, who is my rescuer? I'm Dr. Suzanne. Oh, Doctor, my can't. word, I'm an uh, august company. I've got my surname out. <laughs> I, I do have a surname. Oh, like, we've oh, all gone to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> um, Doctor Suzanne Cartwright. Oh, well, Doctor Cartwright, I mean. Please, call me Susie. Mm. 
Well, I can't Please call me. Cardi. Cardi, yes. Guermo. Guermo. Does that actually mean big strong man in Italian? Uh, well, Duro is strong. It probably does mean something, and I never thought Duro of that. Do you know, it probably means. I don't know. Strong plaster or something. Strong, I don't know, strong plaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because for a line of plasters, but you enter the church. Yeah. No. I, I, we'll leave them uh, there. Well, you know, how many on the outside of the building? There's two of them. Um, I'm not that old. Oh, I actually have stats for them. They can make a sentence wrong, can't they? No, you can't be proper seeing a fallen woman. You try to rescue me. I don't think I like that idea. They're actually terribly good, so I wouldn't panic too much. Uh, ooh, they've got a pair. It's a pair of ones. One of them's noticed someone coming across the courtyard, namely you. Um, and he's sort of turned around and is pulling the jersey of the guy above him, isn't he? So. You're cream on the Oh, I've creamed. I've creamed him, then. Disgusting. The other one's sort of jumping down from the side of the building. Gets his gun ready. Don't believe you want to get shot. Um, I'm where's like, the next corner of the building? Um, it's the thing with the Gagrax building with it being fairly new, mm. there's not a lot around it. There's probably a good 30 or 40 feet of sort of space right around the building mm. there because it's kind of it's still all a bit new, so there's kind of old. Yeah. Well, obviously, they're, they're, on, they're on a wall. Can I sort yeah. of like walk at, like not notice them walk past, round the corner, and then up the building somewhere else? They know you're there. You can. You can yeah. disappear around the side of the building. But I'm assuming they're thinking they've not been noticed. Yeah. Yeah. You'd guess. Yeah. You know, it was only a pair of ones, so, you know, and they're clearly not terribly good at this kind of thing. Um, but they're they're still you can probably make it back. Um, you wouldn't even need to roll on your, right? Because right. that's got to be the plan then, I think. Yeah. You sort of delicately nip behind the next building, which happens to be the Armisen building. Right. Um, and that it'll have to be open in somewhere at this point. Okay. Um, just for the laugh of it, make us a coordination and something roll. Climbing. climbing. Yeah, there you go. Told you it wouldn't be a problem. You, you, you must have ten dice, surely. Because you're going to get two dice. Okay. Seven and, and a half. Yeah. Okay, so we get so that's two tens. Yeah. <laughs> He's in. You're with the cardinal. Yeah. I am. Basically, Spider-Man eats your heart out. He's in. Um, no worries at all. Well, the fact that he, get, he gets a 10 anyway, you think. He's, he's got two 10. Pair, pair, um, yeah, he's in. Absolutely no worries. Um, you, you've basically... You've kind of guessed you're on the same floor as the... The first people in the Yeah. Inside is sort of... As I say, it's very much like the, the laser thing in Tron. There's just white piping everywhere yeah. and lots of the electric light and the hum of, of something. Um, there are these huge gyroscopes which seem to be getting slower. They're slowly powering down. Um, there's sort of three of them that work interlocked in this thing. Um, there's loads of sort of steel staircases all around, so you can sort of drop onto one of those. Um, do you want to make me a, a sense? And... What have you got? Nothing else really for helping with a sense, I don't think. It's fairly easy. I'll give you three three extra dice on top of your sounds to uh, to make me a roll. It's a bit pretty straightforward. Just get a match. Two seven. Yep. Um, there are two. They both take the balaclavas off now. Yeah. 
Um, and they're sort of feverishly working at something, trying to. You know, they say to them, "Well, one of them must open the door upstairs. Come on, it, 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 there must be a button there. Well, don't, don't mess me around. Don't, don't rush me." You know, it's kind of, they're arguing about something, but they've noticed you. So you get a photograph of them. Yep. Um, <laughs> Click. <laughs> upstairs. Yes. Um, you managed to stop them with this power spike thing. God knows what they're trying to do because they're certainly not doing anything in any kind of coherent order. Yeah. One minute they've, they've set off some other power, the next minute they've turned the coffee machines on on the ground floor, <laughs> they've, they've fiddled with security, they've, yeah. they've, God knows what they've done. Um, I'll, I'll turn to these two guys. Uh, do you have two accomplices downstairs? Because if you do... Quite frankly, can you stop them doing what they're doing because you're going to have problems? If you don't have two accomplices downstairs, I suggest you probably want to go down there and deal with them now. Um, make me a brains roll. Small pants. <laughs> Is this right, brains? Unless you've got something that will help you recognise what language they now speak to each other. I reckon it's going to be straight brains. Uh, I doubt I have anything to do with that. Okay. No. It's vaguely Jewish. Yeah. You'd certainly know that much. Hebrew. Yeah, you've kind of, yeah. Are they splitting it up with oivays and... No. No. Um, They sort of rattle something off pretty quickly. One of them pulls the uh, memory stick out and rushes out of the door, drawing another pistol. You're left with the, the Doris. Uh, no, Doris is the one who's, who's gone out. You're left with the other guy. Um, he seems slightly preoccupied, and he's still trying to look things up. He's sort of got a gun on you, and he's, he's sort of tapping around on the computer. He's not quite finished yet with whatever the hell it is he's doing. Oh well, if it's him, if he's now uh, distracted, I'll try and guide what he's trying to do in the wrong direction. Mm, okay, I like that idea. Yeah, so Whatever. that it will still finish. But he won't get what he's... I'm trying to work out... Well, he'll think what he's trying to get. Yeah, I'm trying to work out what he wants. It looks like he's trying to bugger up the calculations, which is quite funny since they're buggered up, but uh, he doesn't know that clearly. Oh, if he's trying to bugger up the calculations, I'll let him. Yeah. He's he's basically trying to sabotage the work, so he thinks. Um, And he... Well, yeah. He he has, actually. He's doing quite well. Um, He removes a certain piece of the formula. I'll I'll watch what he's doing so that I know what he's removed. He says, well... What am I going to do with you? Come on. Right. And he uh, points the door and points you out. You see, he pulls out a small uh, device from his pocket, puts his button and sticks it under the uh, console. The monkeys? <clears throat> you going to blow up the console? I don't, I don't care whether you blow up the console, but let the monkeys free. You've got 30 seconds. Alright. I can all tease us. <laughs> <laughs> throw it out the door, just rip the top off, yeah. throw it. So the Maltesers go everywhere. Okay. What the hell are you doing? Watch the monkeys. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the monkeys, yeah, basically. Do what it sign ooh, goodies at you. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> one of them says thank you. Yeah. Free? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does the other one go, Blanca? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and then go like uh, yeah, the monkey, the monkey sort of. Uh, there's monkeys everywhere. Uh, well, I'm, I'm busy jumping. It's very nice. Um, 
Yep, monkeys everywhere. Monkeys are everywhere. Um, you do realise, of course, blowing up this terminal won't actually help anything. Oh, I wanted to blow up the terminal. I'll get out of the building pretty quick. Come on. Yep. You've got the gun in your back. Actually, not messing around. Um, They're monkey saving activists. You can sort of see the door opens in the far corner. The jokers on the computer haven't noticed, and some besuited chap who does obviously know what he's doing comes in and he starts to move towards them. Hmm. Any sounds of the police yet? Uh, Yes, you can hear sirens. They must be imminent. Right. It's been a long time in coming. I mean, I thought that eight minute re- response time. Oh, no, not that much has happened really. It's just we've been breaking it up with schmoozing and art discussion, haven't we? Uh, I Anyone heard. listening to this isn't going to have a bloody clue what's going on. No. <laughs> Don't worry, you can do it. <laughs> Good. I've, I like heard, it. I've heard him that he's leaving. Mm. Uh, my phone's with me. Okay. So I'm going to back out of the building, I think. One of them. Did you hear the bit about blowing up the building? I assume you did. Yeah. Well, he's got his phone on, doesn't he? Um, One of the camo people, idiots, happens to turn round. It's just a bit of bad luck and sees the other guy. He raises a gun, um, what looks like a gun, as he fires it. Um, The other guy sort of reacts really quickly and there's a couple of from his gun. And uh, the... Camo guy, the camo guy hits the floor mm-hmm. and the uh, sort of besuited guy gets a big splodge of yellow paint on his jacket. Um, <laughs> you cannot, there's also, as you, as you sort of climb out of the window, um, you hear something powering up. Oh, that's not good. Uh, what what, what sound did it make me powered up? Powered uh, up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just did it loud because he was next to it. <laughs> How distracted is this guy that is leading me out of the building? It's difficult to tell since he's standing behind you with a gun between his shoulder blades. He's got monkeys all over him. Yeah, but with the monkeys. It's a fair guess that he's probably not absolutely focused on you. How much of a gamble would you like to take? <laughs> well, how, how much can I sign to the monkeys to get them if he's behind you the clever one trip, trip him trip him up or I'll let you have brains and coordination you don't right. sign them one word like attack danger will they're not trained attack they're not, they're they're not, not attack run. monkeys they are danger will run lab danger yeah. now obviously if weasel was with present yeah. we'd have attack weasels obviously they wouldn't mm. be monkeys sorry what, what was that well. well we'll let you have brains and coordination I think because it's a, it's, a, it's a combination of you signing and trying to sign Secretly, um, and how much brains? How much uh, signing in it? Surely, to God, that amount of dice. Three, five, three, five, four, fives, four, four, fives, four, five, four, five. You can basically do two actions. What would you like to do? You can do one of them incredibly quickly. Uh, basically, yeah. to, just to break in and give you your options. Yeah. Okay, since this is us learning the system. Yeah. And I know you're coming in. You could, with four fives, I'll make an opposed roll, but with four fives, there's a very good chance you could spin round and punch him in the face, and you'd punch him really hard with four fives. Bearing in mind, not back damage, you'd be doing shock damage, and you get width in yards as not back. You'd knock him 12 feet down the corridor if you turned around and punched him with that roll. Mm-hmm. You'd still have a roll left over to sign the monkeys. Yeah. If he doesn't make a better roll than four fives. 
how close are we to the stairs where I could... About ten feet. Yeah. End of the corridor. If any... Actually, it's a lift. It's a lift, mm. not stairs. Well, it's the lift he's taking you to. They're all stairs, but they're back the other way. Okay. Uh, how muscular did he look? Did he look like the train special um, agent type or more the He type? looks like he can break your neck with a little finger. Yeah. He looks highly trained, very clever, and he's not pissing about. He was good enough to get in here without anyone noticing yeah. until he walked yeah. in on you. Which is why I'm not going to actually attack him. More to the point, he was good enough to do it without you seeing him on the CCTV cameras. Well, I wasn't really mm. looking for them. Yeah. Uh, Basically, sign to the monkeys to get help. Okay. And they sign back, eating Maltese. <laughs> we'll what? go in a minute. Yeah. What do you mean Jason's trapped down a well? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, my no, art exhibition over my monkeys. I just know. Do you know, you need, this is where you need aces now, isn't it? This is really where you need someone with aces dice to, to come in and do it. Um, yep, you can do that. Okay, and you've got two good rolls there. Depends what you want to do with the other one. Well, I presume you're using the lesser of the rolls to, for the monkeys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't have to attack him. I mean, you, you're being led out of the building. It was just I was just giving you the options with yeah. a yeah. roll like that. It's a pretty powerful roll. So it's up to you. Well, it, it's just really go with him uh, and look for an opportunity to okay. not be killed. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you keep a pair of fives because you haven't used them yeah. as long as you use them for a related some action to do with you escaping I'll allow you to use that pair of fives and like okay. a nice roll okay making a rule from uh, dogs in the vineyard <coughs> right where are we up to we went lastish sort of thing Kira you were being handsomely chatted up yeah, by I'm, I'm, yeah. I believe you were dealing with a rather irate uh, yes the Reverend Winthrop the ex-Reverend Winthrop Listen, the lady, I need to talk to that man. I don't know why he's got a vaguely Welsh accent. He's got a Welsh Anyway, he has now. So. May I ask who invited you here this evening, sir? Me. I have my invite. Have you got it on you? Yes, it's right here. Is it a genuine invite? It is. Well, it appears to be. Laura? Yeah? Could you check this gentleman's name against guest list, please? Uh, yes. And see who issued him his invitation. Oh, um, and well, it's here. It doesn't seem to say who um, who issued it to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll deal. I'll make with a command roll. I'll deal yeah. with it later. Okay. Yeah. I'll note mental note, and I will deal with her later. You're fired. You're bad. It's John's girlfriend, by the way. It's John's girlfriend, and I can't fire her. Well, you can. Why the hell not? Good point. Yeah. No, you don't fire her. What you do is you do an exchange programme with <laughs> New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. Somewhere cold and unpleasant, really. Yes. Uzbekistan. <laughs> yes. Mongolia. Keep his darkest. Mongolia or something. So, how may yeah. I help you, Mr. Winthrop? You can't. Oh. I want you to get out of the damn way. I vote. Oh, my God. Excellent special effects, Martin. Indeed, yeah. The wrath of God, lying in thunder. Well done. Well done. May have you seen this this um, painting? Yes, of course I have. That's why I'm here. And what are your thoughts on it? Do you know what this painting is? Yes, it's um, a beautiful example of Renaissance art. 
idiot. Get out of the way. I don't think I'm an idiot. Just No, I've used it. It was such a good accent, we had to use it on somebody, didn't we? Um, the wandering accent of weak. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, God. Um, right. <clears throat> He'll be in the electorate. He really is going to push past you. If you get security. Really, so I must insist that you don't push me. He, he is going to make it to push past you. He's very rude, very abrupt, and he isn't mucking about. I'll step back and let him get through and call security. Susie's doing an very well with Carmel, he seems to be getting on extremely yeah. well. I'll call, I'll call security and keep an eye on him. <laughs> sort of, uh, yeah, of, I don't know who invited him. They're, all, they're all sort of wearing suits, the whole, you know, there's no sort of overt presence. Yeah, who invited him yeah, yeah. or who, but slightest bit of trouble and he's out the door. Oh, he's going to be trouble. There's no doubt. Yeah, but let him make his own trouble. And then we find out. He basically pushes past you and makes a go for the cardinal. I want a word with you, Guamo. I haven't done yet. Do I see him sort of heading? Oh, hell yes. Then I would sort of take the cardinal, put my arm around the cardinal's back and just lead him off towards another He's all leading him off and two security guards going to in front of him and sort of basically drag him out the front door. You've not heard the last of me. I'll be back. That painting, it has that message. We need to get that object. I'm a press having a field day, no doubt. Pardon me? Press having a field day. Oh, yeah. yeah. What a wonderful time. time. Well, it's certainly going to make uh, front page news. <laughs> it's a souffle. <laughs> what? The curtain's stuck in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you try and bake the curtain? You're in your bad days, yeah. For goodness yeah. sake, Helen, pull yourself together. <laughs> um, um, I'm drawing a blank now. One way to. Um, Get the exhibition on the front page of hmm. the newspapers. Not the way I'd planned, but that wasn't how you meant. I saw it. I'm waiting for it. any publicity. Is I didn't go away. Um, Kira, you've done a marvellous job. Mm. <clears throat> Hello, you've done a lovely job. Yeah, I can hear. Um, it was rapid, obviously. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and sort of. And, and don't take this wrong way. Pump in for information. Oh, like, I, I am absolutely not take that the wrong, wrong way. way. I do no. mean ask him. You know what on earth was that? Look, I don't know. Who, uh, I, I know of him. I don't know who he is. You know, what was he talking? The Reverend about? and I have, shall we say, crossed swords on a number of occasions on a few ecumenical points. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, if only religion was that exciting, yeah. wouldn't that be good? Um, Isn't it that you exciting? Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? I, 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 it's, it's art. It, 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 you mean the painting itself? I'm being a bit blunt here because I can, but I'm not. Some people believe that that painting... Which one's he pointing to? Um, he's pointing to the Van Eyck. Right. Um, is the map and hint to the last resting place of what is commonly known as the Spear of Destiny. That's the thing that Hitler supposedly had in nineteen forty, yes. whatever it is, yes. and was was. Uh, There's currently three of them. Something, yeah, one in France, one in Germany, and one, one in, in France, one in Austria, Austria, and one in Italy. Yeah. The Pope's got one. The Musée Dormer Dorsey's got one, uh, and the um, I don't know what the, the name of the central museum in Vienna is, but that's got one as well. The one in Vienna is the one that Hitler had. Yeah. That he thought was the real one. They all think they've got the real one. They all think they've got the real one. Ah, well, it's actually been... Um, Disproven because it's... Made. No, no, they, they know what the one in Italy and the Musée d'Orsay is. It's actually the same one. One is the hilt and one is the head of the same spear. And it was actually used charmingly during the Crusades. 
um, by the uh, Muslims to impale um, figurines of Christ and then set them alight in front of the Christians. Effigies. Uh, yes. Uh, basically. So it's pretty much their equivalent to burning US flags and things yeah. back in the day. Um, so they actually know that. There was a draw, I think it was, it was like way back, it was like in the 1400s, someone took a, 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 what do you call it, a, a rubbing yeah. of one end and travelled all the way across to go to the other one and actually put the two together and realised it's actually they're part of the same thing. So what in this painting is meant to lead... Well, it, it, no one, we don't know that it's true. It's purely said by some, and our friend there, the Reverend, uh, Billy, is one of those people. And you um, do not believe We've yet to prove it. The problem is we don't know where the last resting place is. This painting tends to prove it. There's, there's several things uh, which which would sort of point away. Why don't we Why don't we collect the professor? And maybe we. I'll be wandering over. Anyway. You see, the, the cardinals wandered over as well. The Archbishop, I beg your pardon. Um, Laura's so disappeared. It, it yes. It's um, I, I, well, she's certainly not an eye. I won't find her. Mm. Oh, the cardinal. I'll make my excuse to say, um, I just want to get to the bottom of it. Of course, of course, I know you're busy, but it would be nice to talk to you again before you go. As I say, you're in possession of, a, of something that you really must look after. You mustn't let that man get near this painting under any circumstances. I had no idea he was coming. I was going to find out. Right, right. <clears throat> um, basically, he, carry, he carries on talking to you, and what he basically says is, is that there are several things. The fact that Philip, the, he thinks that the other person in the painting, hmm. the one that they didn't know about in the mirror, is Philip, who's actually there with Van Eyck watching this thing be witnessed. Yeah. And what they actually think is being witnessed is the inauguration of Arnold Feeney into a thing called the Fellowship of the Golden Fleece, mm-hmm. which is a fellowship that was created by Philip the Good. But it was created to further a, another crusade 200 years after the last crusade. And this is all true. He actually held a, a yeah. banquet in the 1460s. and so, Well, about 1450, I think. And he sort of said that he wanted to do another crusade. But the argument is he'd already done it with these secret agents. They'd already been. They stole the real Spear of Destiny and they hid it somewhere. But isn't it, isn't it said that whoever possesses the Spear of Destiny controls... All sorts of things are said yeah, about it. Yeah, you yeah, get eternal so life. You can, you, basically, it's called the Spear of Destiny because you control the destiny yeah. of mankind. Is, is why it's, it's called that. But no one knows what that actually means. But he knows why the Reverend wants it. Because the Reverend thinks it's the, it's the opening of the Seventh Seal. The Reverend thinks he can bring about Armageddon if he can get his hands on that spirit. Why anybody wants to bring about Armageddon? I'm not romantic, but why would you want to bring about Armageddon? Well, you'd, you'd have to ask the Reverend. I mean, clearly he's unhinged, and I don't believe a word of it, but part of the job of the Jesuit Order is be on behalf of the Pope and uh, the Vatican is to explore any avenues of this kind of thing and make sure that... How improper would it be, would it be for me to ask him if what happens at the end of the, the, the Indiana Jones film is correct? How, how inappropriate <laughs> would it be? What, the Holy Grail, number three? Yeah, no, the, um, the Ark. Yeah, is, is, is it, how inappropriate is it for me to ask him that? How inappropriate? Just as a joke, even. What? The, the film Indiana Jones is real? No, how plausible? <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> do, you, do you have a secret cache yeah. of religious yeah, artifacts? Um, of course they do. Of course they do. <laughs> Everyone knows the Catholic Church is hiding them. The Catholic Church is quite admit it. Sorry, we have artifacts. We have artifacts. No, we will tell you they have artifacts in the Vatican that yes are not put on display 
but that is purely for political and social reasons. They would cause a lot of argument. But there is no magic, there is no hidden religious artefacts that do presto jingo. Okay, I could ask you about Galileo's diary, but I won't. Oh, you don't need to. Have you ever been to the Vatican? I would love to go to the Vatican. I've never That's like a whole massive argument yeah. in the end They were busy burning people at the stake while they were holding those bloody things and yep. things, saying the world is flat while they've yep. got all the globes in there. Yep. But they won't release the diary? Oh, no. Good gracious me. <laughs> that, would, um, that would admit that he was right. Yeah. Um, That's what the ISBN number is. Right. Shut up. To, you're going to find Laura. I'll come back to you, Chris, in a minute. I'm going to find Laura. Um, Americans. Cheese. I'll start with the ladies. Um, okay. No, you dusted. don't need to. There's a clip clop of high heels running up the stairs. Laura? She's run off crying into one of the offices. Oh, big sign. We'll go after her. Okay. You mean you're going to leave your party? Five minutes. Poor words. What can happen in five minutes? <laughs> Famous, <laughs> Famous last. Um, yeah, you're wondering. She's in a fit of tears, hiding behind the desk, sort of in the corner, you know, crying away. Oh, for goodness sake. Hundred box tissues. You don't realise what you've done. He is the way and the light. He will show us the oh, way. For Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah exactly. Without actually open That's what my mental thought is. Uh, yes, dear. The Reverend has the answers. He is the wrath of God. He will open the way. He will bring forth the new Christ. Yes, but he still wasn't invited to this party, was he? But, but he, yeah. he asked me. He asked me personally. He spoke to me. He and you're, me to you it. are in charge of the department how? I, I didn't think you'd mind. You didn't think I'd mind? <laughs> We've got it half was more, the more press on the list of, Street of all these, these, these nothings downstairs, these purveyors of lies that you allow into the building. I think you're talking about me there. No. Laura, I can see it's clearly been a very trying day for you. So I'm going to forget any of this has happened. Suggest that you go home. And I think you should go home now. I'll see you Monday morning where we can discuss your future with the department. I don't, we have no, no future. I don't. None of us have any future. Don't oh, bother <laughs> coming in tomorrow, on Monday then. How about that? You know? I will see you, sorry, tomorrow morning. I'm thinking it's weekend. I'll see you tomorrow morning in my office at 9.30. And she, uh, she runs out. We can um, still go on and on about something. Mm. Um, quick brains roll. Kind of command and brains, I guess. Something like that will do. And management? Persuasion, leadership? Leadership. Leadership and brains. Lots of dice. Oh, come on. There must be some kind of... Sure. Two twos. Two nines, two twos. Two nines. Um, She's heading to the front door in tears. Uh, The back door, please. Laura. You know, you can... Laura. The back way, please. Security, make sure she goes out the back. Uh, Actually, Security, can you call her boyfriend to escort her home? He's a sensible gentleman. (laughs) Well, Well, yeah, I've seen him around the university. He's a big Welsh rugby player. Obviously sensible. I've got no idea why he's going out with this this stupid (laughs) (laughs) woman at this point in time. Right. No, I was just saying... <laughs> well, we've got a we've got a contact. Yeah, so so we'll, we'll get her a cup of tea and said, "Come on, Laura." Mailing away, and they, they seem quite kind. They, they know where I mean, you all work together, kind of thing. Oh, so, obviously, had some kind of breakdown. Clearly, no, it can't. So. 
Chris. You can edit those things out, anyway. You're in the left. <laughs> Editing. It's one of those bizarre moments where there's kind of Muzak playing in the left and there's a man with a gun pointed at you and you kind <laughs> and of... And monkeys. Yeah, and there's kind of monkeys still eating Maltesers and it's kind of... it's Well, I'm slightly embarrassing as well. You want to kind of... You feel like you should strike up a conversation, but kind of, you know... What kind of... You're holiday this year. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of that kind of thing. You're watching the numbers. Yeah. Oh, You've got 30 seconds and you're in the left. Who's only got 30 seconds? You said it's 30 seconds. You did. No, I told him he got 30 seconds to let the monkey go. I didn't say how long the bomb was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, I take it I don't need to turn up to work tomorrow then? Start looking for a new job. Uh, you seem like a bright kid. Come work for us. Oh, do you have a contact number? <laughs> yeah, sure. Here's my card. No, that was a bloody stupid. Of course it is. And here's my phone number. Give me a ring when you're done. Um, you never know. I'll, I'll just write it on the back of the bullet. Yeah, yeah. Here, yeah. Keep this as an aid to memoir. Yeah. So, we can get in touch with you. Who are you? Why? <laughs> Who am I? Oh, yeah. I'm bad news, that's what I want. Okay, so you're suggesting I come and work for you, but you're bad news, so therefore... Well, don't you want to be, you know, on the winning side? Well, what's... There's a war going on. Well... There's always wars going on in this world. No, too right. Yeah, so... Bing! <laughs> End of small talk. Mm. <laughs> Monkeys go, ook, and... Uh, <laughs> Muffin is done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the microwave stops in the corner. Um, <laughs> no, the doors slide open. Um, Monkey pulls out a popcorn. To somewhat of a scene of bedlam, um, <laughs> there's, a, there's the other agent, um, covered in yellow paint, trying to do resource on someone who's been shot um, and there's some other guy in camo gear um, who's now dropped what looks like um, a paintballing gun on the floor and is, and is kind of frantically looking at controls on uh, a station that he really doesn't know much about Do the and the other guy sort of goes shit and it's kind of like a really permanent kind of which, which guy's gone shit? The guy that was holding the gun on him. Ah! I guess this is my flaw. Make it good, it's going to be the last word you're ever going to say if we don't get out of here. So what have you broken this time? Well, apparently him. Grab him! You see, Doris sort of looks around, grabs this, this wounded kid, it appears. No more than about... He's obviously a first-year student. He's like 18, 19. Grab, grabs him by the, the side of the T-shirt and starts calling him out. This other... The, the, you know... The, the T-shirt person type person who's got his gun on you. Basically, there's no time. We're going to have to get out of the building. If you're going to go up with this place, then stay. But there's no time. Well... It's a nice place. He basically goes out, he leaves you. They're going to walk out. Well, they're going to run out, actually, dragging this other dude behind them. The other camera guy's really panicked now and just freaking out, and he's kind of running, but not running in the right direction to get out. He obviously has got a bit lost and it's kind of really Pointing panicked. which direction's out. Okay. And. Where are you now, Mark? You've climbed outside, haven't you? I was heading back out. Okay. But if they've all come in, it's like. Mm. Right. How long will it take me to get back upstairs? To get back upstairs, about a minute. 
Do, 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 do. Do. do I go upstairs or do I not? Ooh, what's the heroic thing to If the other guy to the left, I can now drop down and say hello. Um, well, the, the, you can see there's all sorts of flashing lights outside. Yeah, well, I don't want to go out that way and get shot by the police. That's pretty good. Which is the other thing. Yeah. Um, it's probably unlikely they'd both an armed response team. I mean, basically, you radioed and told them there's some guys coming with guns. Well, yes, true. So, <laughs> I suppose I forgot you didn't make you central, did you? Um, yeah, actually, you're right. Mm. And amazingly, some of the guys have got guns. Yes. They'll be the armed response unit down on Dean's guy that sits there. Mm. Yeah, it's a yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bloody traffic back up to <laughs> Manmet. Um, download yourselves a mass of Manchester, you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh yes. I'm going to have to uh, exit from inside the building. Okay, in that case, you're going to see two suited guys carrying the guy, the guy that was shot. Um, they're dragging him out, desperately trying to get him out of the building and start, you know, they basically pull him clear, yeah. um, ditch him, and run off. Away from where the police are and everything. No. Not making a sharp exit. So the police are here? Yep. Guess we should leave then. Okay. Oh, you're on the phone, aren't you? Yeah. Hmm. Well, we, we either go and fix the bomb, which I really the don't The turbines are really whizzing, the gyroscopes. How. I need to go and. Oh, actually. Yeah. Can I do anything from the slave terminal down here? Yeah. Right. This is going to Switch get Switch the lights on and off, sort out oh. security. All right, what can I... Turn the power off to the gyro. Can I do anything about the room upstairs? It doesn't really work that way around, as they found out when they were trying to yeah. dick about with everything. But they sure as hell managed to turn everything on. Right, now Kira's back. Sorry. It's okay. Things, things to be done. It's a mock, it's fine. Um, people remember, or those people who were born at the time, remember where they were when JFK was shot. People remember the first moon launch. I don't think think anyone was born when JFK was shot. Well, but, you know, people tell us that they were. I was conceived when JFK was shot. No, not then. No, (laughs) moon landings I was conceived at, apparently. Moon landings. The long pregnancy. You you, you personally, or you, your character? The eagle has fucking landed! Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine it now. Um, no, uh, I was conceived when the moon landing happened. Seriously. I, I, I was born it's one step from mankind. <laughs> yeah, I was born three years before Challenger blew up. Yeah, you're just too young. Can People we remember. I, I, I remember Challenger blowing up. Sorry. People remember 9-11 and where they were. Funny enough, I was in the sofa shop on Dean. My anyway. parents got their divorce. Decree nice side. We came back from... There you go. We came back uh, People I, I were all Live... From people in the US while it was going on. Oh my fucking god, man! Yeah. We were watching them, um, we were talking to people, and we were then hearing the BBC news later. Kind of catching up so the most memorable bit was the bit where someone in the office goes, The BBC say at least the second tower's fine. At which point we're going. <laughs> No, no, it's not. Because oh. we just heard yeah. from someone else that the second tower had just come down. We yeah. came, we that came was from, the kind of time lag. Yeah. We came back from court with my from my mum and dad's getting their decree nice sign. Turned the telly up and we thought, what the fuck's going on in New York? It, it, it's a movie or something. And then the tower just goes, fuck. Yeah. Good movie. So, as I anyway, said, yeah. proof of proof were needed. Yeah. People are also going to have the same discussion. About the day that the Met building, the Gygax building, exploded in Manchester. Are you guys still in it? He is. Um, he's pretty much next to it. 
and there are lots of other people, plus the twenty or thirty thousand other people who were kind of living in and around that bit of Manchester when the entire thing goes kaboom. Everything's flattened. The lot, the museum, the gallery, everything. Champagne, the whole of Cabiz. It's a monkey everywhere. Right, um, triangle. At is. least the monkeys were happy before they... Yeah. yeah we'll never know. <laughs> the fate of the monkeys were. I hope um, not died. I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> what happens in the rest of this game, I just want it known, is all his fault. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Come here. <laughs> everything yeah. the guard the whole lot everything that's been built up to this point just goes okay. in one enormous flash the painting that was going to be my no. next question no that's my first thought is the yeah. painting no no I think you the last thing that passes through your head is probably your arse I would imagine at this point um, or probably a big concrete block or something like that um, you all in various points wake up in the emergency, not in hospitals really, there's too many casualties. Um, there are several thousand people been hurt or, or injured badly or killed he went to up. the tens of thousands. Um, Chris is the exception. He doesn't wake up in the hospital. He wakes up in the, in the middle of a blast radius, right in the epicentre of the blast radius. It missed me. Right mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was so close. <laughs> Just a shockwave and none of the debris. Yeah. Um, the rest of you wake up in sort of triage tents. Um, Army med units. Yeah, the whole thing. There's flashlights going everywhere. But Jesus, the generator's run out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this is the bizarre thing that, of course, you're still wearing. It's yeah, one of those horrible yeah. kind of juxtapositions that you're standing there in all this beautiful cocktail wear and you can't you know, you know I've got visions of mash running yep. through my hair yeah I think, you know it's, it's pretty full on it's pretty pretty horrible stuff I mean this is a big explosion it's pretty nasty and he, all he did was stuck a little thing to the or did he set the reactor off or something yeah no, it's kind of what happened after the explosion went off oh. um, basically reports later Go into Manchester Network were apparently working on some kind of power source. They were hoping to. to the, the official story is they were hoping to make some kind of version of a fusion drive, which was going to be a new form of energy and going to solve everything. It's all complete bollocks, but that's what you're told. And there's so many theories now. I mean, it's, it's the whole 9 11, it's the whole Kennedy thing. Why? Why is there CCTV footage of a man who can work, run with incredible dexterity, leaving the area, a, a lone agent maybe, um, inhumanly quickly, seems to seems to vanish from the area. Um, why were the police called? You know, before this, was it the work of saboteurs? Loads of stuff. Was it all set up by the government to distract everyone from everything that was happening with the oil crisis in Iraq and all the religious stuff and all this? So um, I think it was the Chinese for the Olympics. Yeah. Hey, look, yeah. They're doing really well at the moment. Yeah. Now, this what, is a bit of a step up from the, from the Russians in, in Georgia. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Apart from faking most of the opening ceremony. That doesn't technically count. You don't get gold medals for an opening ceremony. Faking. Tell us the trend of 12 kilograms. The fireworks were done with CGI uh-huh. uh, yeah. in advance because they didn't expect that there would be good enough pictures 
So some of them so they, they were deliberate, just CGI put into the live feed, about 55 seconds worth. Oh, okay. The little girl who sung the, 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 solo, oh, yeah. the, the solo, the national anthem, was miming. Which was obvious anyway. Yeah. Which was fine, because but the girl, she wasn't actually singing. No, the girl that was A seven-year-old was singing, and the reason that the nine-year-old the right that face. was chosen was she was prettier. More yep. perfect. And the best thing, the Chinese, the Chinese turn around. We have to think of our country's best interests. Yep. Why? Because <laughs> they're a communist. Because the only successful communist, well, it's not Cuba, the only successful communist country in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I've on modern times. Yeah. Anyway. Now we're all the thing is, I know it's very early. But it's also rather tempting to leave it there because we haven't got John and it's, gonna, it's really going to start putting a, a big hole in the works yeah. to sort of take it on from here because guess what's going to happen next in a game of Wild Talents after an enormous explosion of unknown energy source. Oh, we should go, we're going to get our superpowers. Mm. We're not going to be like super. And I could really do with, to be honest, having a full table to kind of mm. take it forward from this point because you've got a few avenues now of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, well, it's up to you guys, but as I say, it would make more sense to be honest. To the question is, are we having a John next week? Well, you're not having an us next week. Well, yeah. so we're next week. So, can we conclude it as a sort of introduction? Yeah. And we've got a few dice rolls in, so people are kind of getting the hang of I'm trying to let everyone have a roll of some dice just to get an idea of a bit of the mechanics and some options, um, and we'll kind of pick it up when we all reassemble after holidays next week. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. Thank you. Okay, enough for everyone.